0: Beer O'Clock Show Revisited. Hello, my name's Mark, and joining me is my best beer buddy from the past and from the future. It's Steve. Hello, Steve. Hi Mark. How you doing? I'm fine, mate. You? Yeah, not too bad. This is a spin-off series from the regular Beer O'Clock Show where we are going to be revisiting a selection of beers that we did in the first series of the show. It's somewhat self-reflective, somewhat self-redeeming somewhat navel gazing
1: (laughs) but really somewhat that we just want to give some of these beers another chance exactly
0: so these are all beers over the course of this little spin-off it's only going to be a, a few four or five maybe that are beers that we feel that we didn't do justice either over time we've been proven wrong with our original feelings and we may have changed our minds or we we love the beers, but we don't think our palates really gave it justice, because we have been doing the show for almost three years now, and personally, anyone who's been watch, listening to the show from the beginning know that my palate has grown exponentially, as has Steve's. Steve's tastes and beers have broadened, and all that kind of stuff as well. So, this is the first episode, obviously, and this time round we are revisiting Thornbridge's Wild Raven, which we reviewed. Way back in November 2012. Um, it was called something different back then. It was called Raven. But regardless, it's still a black IPA, 6.6% ABV. Um, Steve. Mark. What do you remember about this be the first time you had it, mate? Um,
1: I remember us talking about how it had uh, very piney aromas to it. Mm -hmm. Um, and and very kind of woody, foresty aromas to it. I remember the flavours being quite refreshing um, with quite a a bit of a kind of roasted aftertaste. Um, I think it's probably fair to say that at the time when when we first drank this, it was probably my first exposure to a black IPA. Um, Probably... Uh, at the time of of originally drinking it at, at six point six percent, I imagine I was probably raving about how high the ABV was as <laughs> as well. Um, but but now six point six percent, this is sessionable. Yeah, this is isn't it? Um, I mean, it's it's strange going back and doing these again. But yeah, it's it's what you said in the introduction there. There's just uh, the that the beers that we're going to feature in this sh- this series are as as Mark said, they're, they're twofold. They're ones that we felt as though we didn't do justice to, um, or ones that we simply wanted to go back and do again with our new palettes, to, to see what we could pull out of them. And, and this is one of those I'm actually really excited about doing again, because I I, I think where we both are now in terms of what we taste and what we experience in beers, this could be a real challenge for us tonight to really pull out some, some good tasting notes from this beer.
0: Yeah. Well, it- there can't be any worse than the tasting notes we did with our first review, because I was listening back to it this afternoon. And we were basically talking about how, yes, it was piney, but then it was hoppy and a little bit malty. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> and that was Sorry. basically it. And trying Coming to all up, the bases there, then. Trying to come up with the different ways of describing hoppy and malty without actually referring to any flavours whatsoever. But hey, that's, when, <laughs> that's what you get when you've done a beer show for only
1: a couple of months. So, uh... <laughs> Three. I have to say as well that these the, the, these beers are probably as we're drinking them now are still fairly fresh as well because these came straight off a of bottling line and were put into our, our hands by um, an employee from Thornbridge who I do just want to thank for for these beers tonight. So Simon at Mazzy Mixer on on Twitter, thanks for sorting out uh, us out with these beers to to make sure we've we've got them in the freshest possible condition um, to do on revisited.
0: Indeed, um, and. Going back to what I remember from our first recording, it does have a lovely, nice, thick, kind of off-white head. Lovely black color all the way through, as you would expect. Now, when we first reviewed this, I think it had just won a World Beer Award.
1: For yes, the best uh, black world's IPA? best black IPA. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. Um,
0: and you are getting those. Oh, that lovely fresh pine needle smell! It smells like the floor of a pine forest.
1: Yeah, it's it's all got, also got for me what I would now term um, as it's got that typical Thornbridge ness to it yeah. on on the aroma. You, you can you can pull out a, a Thornbridge beer from from the aroma <laughs> and, and that there as well. Um, yeah, I mean. Pine needles. There, There's some citrus in there as well, and not a lot of the roasted flavors that 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 you would normally associate with a black IPA. So, no. be interested to in see whether they come through on the flavor.
0: Indeed. So, uh, shall we get into it, buddy?
1: Yeah, let's let's do it, mate. Cheers. Cheers. Once Cheers again.
0: So, here's our first revisited beer, Wild Raven from Thornbridge.
1: Oh. Okay, now that is is exactly what I look for in a black IPA. There's just a hint of roast mm-hmm. at the end, um, but the majority of it is is all the big citrus hoppy flavors coming through there. Um, it it tickles your tongue. It's the carbonation's beautiful, and and then like I say, you just get this hint of bitterness at the end from from the roasted malts. That, that, that are coming through in, in that, um, leaving a very clean finish as well.
0: Yeah. The aroma and the way it circulates through your nasal, nasal cavities, you're getting those lovely, piney aromas with a cloud of bittering. Then, like you say, on the mouth, it dissipates into kind of this really base, biscuity, slightly malty, slightly roasted bittering as well towards the end.
1: And the, the, the bitterness is almost like it's—it's it, it's like the bit of bitterness that you get from dark chocolate. It, it's that sort of bitterness. So mm-hmm. when, when we when we talk about roasted and, and that, you know, I, I, I suppose you instantly sort of think, oh, coffee. But no, it's not. It's—it's it, it's more that dark chocolate bit, bitterness, which has got a little bit of a bittersweet finish to it. Um, just just coming through, and it's just—it's a lovely, well-balanced beer.
0: Yeah, because I think the first time we had this, I was concerned that it was going to be... Because way back then, I wasn't a fan of dark beers because I was always getting that roasted malt. Kind of like that, you know, what you would normally get from a stout. And I was concerned that we'd be getting that from this. But no, it's just, like you're saying, the dark chocolate, like when you get the proper dark chocolate and you're getting the sweetness, but you're also getting that nice dark bittering kind of mixing in, in with it. And the hops really freshen everything up. So these are a lovely evergreen piney mmm nice.
1: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I think, I think maybe the word that you're looking for there is citrus mate i mean for, for me and it's it's not like massive citrus so we're not talking lemon and lime i'm thinking probably something more along the lines of orange that, that that's coming through there that balances really well with sort of like the bittersweet chocolate flavors um those flavors just working really real really well together as, as they're coming through the glass i can imagine as well as this beer warms those flavors becoming more pronounced as well because i've, I've I've literally done mine straight from the fridge, as as I would do with any IPA that I would choose to drink, because I like my IPAs cold. Um, yeah. But I imagine as it begins to warm, you just get a little bit, like, like with any beer, you get more out of the flavour coming, coming through.
0: Yeah, mine's been sitting out of the fridge. It's been in the fridge for quite a few days now, but it's been sitting out for about half an hour. So it has warmed up a little bit, but you're getting that orange zest. It's just nice. <laughs> I remember. It, it is. I remember us
1: loving this beer
0: way back when, but
1: it's it's interesting actually because I remember back to that first season and, and and in subsequent subsequent shows since we've we've often cited the, the the Sierra Nevada Parallel show as being the one where we both had our craft awakening. Yeah. Um, however, we did this beer a few weeks before we did the Sierra Nevada and and i'm kind of wondering whether we we had a, a pre-awakening that we didn't even really acknowledge at the time
0: i think this one kind of broke our preconceptions of what a black beer is yeah cuz black ipa we were expecting it to be like a hoppy stout and i was worried about those roasted flavors coming through but i just remember us thinking wow this doesn't taste like a black beer mm and, you know, there's been arguments on Twitter and stuff about, you know, what should a black IPA taste like? You know, ever since we had this, there's been we've seen various conversations. And, you know, should you be able to tell us a black IPA? Should, should it just taste like an IPA or whatever? I, I don't know. But <laughs> this is a great tasting beer.
1: Well, um, I mean, yeah, I agree that because I've I've been involved in some of those di- discussions on, on on Twitter with with a number of people. But for, for me, uh, a black IPA needs to be hops first, and then hints of bitterness in the background. Not, I, I don't just want a hoppy stout. If I want a hoppy stout. I'll buy a stout that's been brewed by a a craft brewery and I'll get my hoppy stout. What I want with a black IPA is almost a beer that I'm going to pick up. I'm going to, and I could do in a blind tasting and smell and taste. And I think it was an IPA um, right up until that last minute and it'd be be interesting you know anyone listening to this if you want to share your thoughts on 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 black ipas um what do you think they should taste like is it is it hops first roasted second or or do you just want a hoppy stout what 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 should the style be like let's let's have your thoughts
0: indeedy um and i can say that this is the beer that started our love affair with thornbridge or at least my love affair with thornbridge this kind of set the bar for Thornbridge aren't known for being like a craft brewery. They're just a great brewery that brews great. Some sometimes, sometimes traditional style beers, other times you know more interesting styles of beers. But every beer I've ever had from Thornbridge is just class, really.
1: Ah, uh, oh, absolutely. I'm, you're not going to get me disagree with, with you there. And like, later on in this series, we are going to be doing um, Jaipur uh, again. Well, um, anybody out there that's groaning at that suggestion that, oh, they're doing Jaipur. Well, sorry, Jaipur is a classic English IPA. Um, it's probably the point at which uh, a lot of people in this country sat up and went, wow, so that's what beer tastes like. Um, and, yeah, we did that in the early days of season two, but it's one that we want to go back and do again now. Um, y- you know, and I don't just want these revisited shows to seem like it's, it's the Thornbridge show, but... We had limited um, choices <laughs> back in those days. We 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 used to just sort of get beers off the supermarket shelves, and so um, yeah, look out for the uh, the Jaipur show coming in a few months' time.
0: Yeah, indeed. Um, lovely dry finish off this that I don't remember from the last time.
1: Is it is it that you don't remember it, or that you're, or that you couldn't detect a dry finish back then? I mate? probably
0: would have thought, gee, I'm feeling thirsty after drinking this, but I'm getting this lovely. <laughs> A slightly parched. <laughs> Try finish off it. Um, I don't know what else to
1: say. It's I mean, a... I, I, I. Th- oh, I'm going to jump in. I think it's stunning. I mean, it's. To be fair, since we last did it, what was it you said? Two and a half, nearly three years ago, when we reviewed this beer. I've probably mm. only had it once since then, um, which is a real crime. And and it's it's something that I plan to. Uh, rectify moving forward because actually i've forgotten just how good this beer is Um, where i've become such a halcyon addict and instantly go for that as the thornbridge beer i've really forgotten how good the wild raven is Um, and it's going to make me want to drink it a lot more coming back to it now
0: yeah i mean as it airs and as it warms up those hops really sink their teeth in you know it's almost at the level of you're approaching that kind of the bitiness that you would get from healthy. And I think for me, at, at least it's not the the big hot flavors or anything like that, but you're getting that lovely dryness. You're getting that zesty citrus
1: tang to it. Yeah. yeah. I I mean, I've just picked up a incredible bitter finish from the, the, the swig that I was just finishing as you were talking there. Um, and it's it's just leaving me i'm just i'm just sitting here and uh, i'm just reveling in 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 the, in the taste <laughs> explosion that's going on in my mouth right now um incredible beer and i'm i'm glad we've gone back and 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 done it again um and, and just just to mention, for those of you that are eagle-eyed or eagle-eared, um, if you do go back and listen to the original show, which we'll we'll make sure we put a link to in the show notes, so if you want to go back and and, and listen to how bad we were in the early days, feel free. Um, but when we drank it back then, it was it was actually just called Raven um you'll notice now that it's called Wild Raven and basically the story behind that is that, that there was already a beer being brewed by another brewery called Raven they very politely um and respectfully asked Thornbridge to change the name of the beer Thornbridge not wanting to lose the identity of the beer after it winning an award um suggested would they they'd be happy just with with the name Wild being added to it and the other the other brewery agreed that folks is how you do a dispute over a name. <laughs> okay? No more needs to be said about that. Exactly. Thornbridge Wild Raven, six point six percent black IPA, well and truly revisited, I think, mate. I did indeed, and you can tell why this
0: was setting the world on fire three years ago. It's, a, it's such a classy beer. Absolutely. I'm so glad I'm so glad we came back to this. Me too. Good shout, mate. You're right. <laughs> We've got a few other beers lined up for the Revisited series. Keep your eye out on the Beer O'Clock Show feed. They're going to be interspersed with other little spin-offs. We've got the Hoverstein spin-off going as well, of course, and the regular Beer O'Clock Show coming into your ears every week. So keep your eye on the Beer O'Clock Show feed. It's all going to be in the same feed, as you know, if you've already downloaded this. And... Yeah, some classic beers are coming, beers that everyone knows and loves, and that we perhaps didn't give the due attention or recognition of, or just deserve a re review in our minds from back when we were shit. (laughs)
1: i think i think that's a little bit harsh mate maybe back when we didn't know what we were doing um but here we are now um yeah and of course if you want to get involved in in the revisited series uh drinking these beers along with us sharing your thoughts sharing what we're saying about beer just just tweet us and 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 just use the hashtag revisited um and and that way we'll be able to, to to stay on top of the conversations that are going on cool
0: right until next time steve When we travel back into the past.
1: Cheers. Cheers, mate. Bye bye.